Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Chris. And the first question I want to ask is, Chris, how are you holding up? Well, I had myself a adventure yesterday. An adventure, if I want to be grammatically correct. Uh, I decided to take a day for myself and did something I haven't done in a long time, which was just drive somewhere without knowing where I was going, and ended up in uh, Ojai, California. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. And how did you feel by the end of the day? Uh, well, I spent a good, like, five hours there, which was nice. And by the time I was leaving, I just kind of felt recharged a little bit, which is strange, because I went by myself, I interacted with very few people, I spent the time walking around, looking at shops, having some wine at some wineries, and just really not caring about where I was going or what I was doing. So, I mean, ultimately, I felt pretty good. Good. <laughs> and Lindsay, how are you holding up? I'm pretty exhausted. Yeah? Yeah, I am preparing for Wasteland Weekend, which is an apocalyptic festival Wednesday through Sunday this next week. So I was uh, costume prepping all weekend. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Well, yes, creatively it was really great, but it also starts to fry your brain, I think, after a while. Yeah. So that's where I am, but I'm happy to be here. Yay! And today's topic is really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Today we're going to be talking about introversion versus extroversion, because as I think we mentioned probably way back in the first episode, maybe another episode down the line, um, I'm an extrovert. And I'm an introvert. And together we make one fine stew of social interactions. <laughs> so I actually grew up thinking that I was an extrovert because I didn't know the difference, really. I thought like introverts were shy and didn't like people very much and were kind of reclusive. And extroverts were the performers and entertainers, and they can be. Um, I also believe that introverts introversion extroversion is a scale it's not just you're either one or the other yes um i think some people have you know i mean we're all on a spectrum yeah of course and i'm definitely one of the mostly extroverted but occasionally introverted yeah types just because like i can't be around people all the fucking time right which i don't know if any yeah maybe some people can i don't know so introversion and extroversion is basically how you kind of figure out which you fall into is how you um, take in stimuli. Mm -hmm. So, and how you output energy input. And um, so introverts usually gain energy from just taking some space away from large groups. Um, They can having really stimulating one-on-one conversation or a very small group that can really energize you and get you going Um, if you're the kind of person who goes to the bathroom to look at memes, to take a break from everybody, you might be an introvert. (laughs) If you feel alone in the crowd with lots of people around you, you might be an introvert. Um, if having a one-on-one conversation about deep feelings and bizarre philosophical beliefs exhausts you, you might be an extrovert. 
<laughs> and this might be the weirdest Jeff Foxworthy routine I've ever heard. Um, meanwhile, on the extroversion side, we typically gain our energy, or at least our fulfillment, from being the center of attention, from being a part of a party, kind of, uh, or just being surrounded by a bunch of people shooting ideas back and forth, rapid fire, like those kind of things are exciting and thrilling and really get an extrovert like jazzed to be able to do whatever it is that's coming up. Like if there's a major project, an extrovert is typically going to be the one who's like, I want these guys and let's get them all doing this and it's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> Whereas the introvert will be the one actually getting shit done in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Um, so, I guess depression, I didn't realize this when we started the podcast, as mm -hmm. I've mentioned before, but I didn't know that depression would manifest differently for us. Um, I think because my closest friends and uh, family members are mostly introverts. And so the ones that I know who have depression mm -hmm. experience the same sort of symptoms I do. And then Chris and I started doing this podcast, and it was like a vastly different experience. Mm -hmm. It, it kind of helps, because there, I know that there's, like, some running jokes out there of, like, introverts are... They're only introverts until they've been claimed by an extrovert. <laughs> like, an extrovert will claim an introvert as, like, a pet project of just, Cute. like, we're going to get them out and about and see what the world has to offer. <laughs> that's, that's not really... I don't know if that's the case with other extroverts and introverts. It might be, but not for me. I saw this joke um, online. It was, how do you starve an introvert? You put a stranger in their kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but that's sad. <laughs> so for my depression, I find that I usually, and I think this is something that everybody reads a lot about, you withdraw. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's because in a desperate attempt to gain energy and clear mind, I try to be alone as a natural introvert tendency is. Mm -hmm. And it just like that I'm just cut off from everybody and super lonely and still exhausted and depressed. But yeah, so I'll be alone a lot. I um, I go into my my thoughts. I have a really vivid imagination and inner world. And so reading, I start consuming a lot of stuff. So reading a lot and playing video games a lot, watching movies a ton, and imagining weird things and writing super sad poetry. Um, <laughs> that's kind of what I go into. And really sad music. I write really sad music. Alone. By See. myself. <laughs> See, I wish that I was that... I, I mean, I don't know any other way to put this. Productive. Oh, jeez. <laughs> when, when I'm in that kind of headspace, because for me, if I'm dealing with stuff and I, and I find myself withdrawing, mm -hmm. there's not a goddamn thing getting done. Mm -hmm. I, am, I am in the process of vegging myself to a point of numbness like if if I wanted to get things done if I wanted to actually like be productive and and make myself feel better I would be getting a group of people together to go hey let's do a writing group today or guys you know what we should do we should fucking get together let's let's try and beat this game together like this game that's been like 
sitting there on our shelves for forever. Like, mm -hmm. we could beat this game in one sitting. And that sounds exhausting. For me, what would happen is I wouldn't get laundry done. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't get real-world things done. Um, taking a shower wouldn't be on my forefront of thoughts because I'm, you know, deep in some video game or book, <laughs> you know, and I don't contact people. I don't reach out. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to ask for help, and it's embarrassing. It's like, oh, I'm depressed again. You know? Yeah, like, no. after a while, it's not cute anymore. It's not romantic anymore. You're just, again, unwashed, mm -hmm. slovenly, got, haven't gotten things done. <laughs> See, I can't... <laughs> I, like shit. I, oh, I 100% agree. Like, that. Yeah. That's, that's my bread and butter on the same page, but the... the and that phrase made no sense. But I find myself randomly reaching out to people. But you, yeah, you told me, which I thought was really interesting, was mm -hmm. you want you go out and you want to entertain. Yeah. But for the most part, like, I get to a point where all I want to do, if I'm not out there, like, being, like, in party mode or, like, hanging out with a group of people and swapping fun stories and stuff, then I'm just going to randomly message somebody once in a blue moon on Facebook and just be like, hey, how you doing? I'm never going to reveal that I'm actually in any sort of mental stress or trouble. That's going to be as far removed from our conversation as humanly possible. Now, do you think it's because you're a man? That could also be part of it. Um, the, the bigger thing for me isn't so much the I'm a man and my feelings are mine and burr. Right. It's more of the I don't want to be a burden. Like, right. we've talked about this plenty of yeah. times. And that's kind of an overwhelming theme for both of us, introvert and extrovert. Neither of us want to be burdens. Yeah. Like, I want to make sure that when I'm having interactions with people that it's a positive one mm -hmm. and that we're both going to walk away feeling better for having done whatever it is. And for so I keep a very close circle of friends and family who I speak to. And um, if you're kind of outside of that, then I will not reach out to you during this time. If I'm depressed, I will message probably one of three people. Mm -hmm. And I will tell them, hey, I am in a weird place. Um, you know, and I will tell them right away because then I know that I will get the support I need. And that deep kind of emotional conversation and that will make me feel connected again instead of being like how can I entertain this person or how can I make sure that we both are having fun it's like let's connect on an emotional level intellectual level mm -hmm. and talk about our feelings and that sounds really nice to me which brings me to an, uh, an interesting kind of point do you ever have a moment where you wish you were extroverted all the time okay I equally have moments where I wish I was more introverted. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm one of the things I do is I'm an entertainer, right? I do theater mm -hmm. and voiceover work and stuff. And so I wish going into an office where there's going to be five new people didn't make my hands sweaty and terrified. Or going to the grocery store is totally overwhelming. and Like, it's just loud and there's so many people and it's exhausting and there's so many different choices and colors and it's like it's just draining so why i can spend 30 minutes at the grocery store because i want to get in and out as fast as possible <laughs> and then i sit in my car i just sit there just afterwards sit there. and i just kind of like decompress or if i drive somewhere new i sit in my car and i decompress or i mean i just it's 
I wish I had more energy. I feel like I don't have, I feel like I'm just tired all the time. And see, I just wish that I wasn't reliant on human interaction to make me feel like a human being. I feel like just withdrawing just for like a day. I had that, I had that day to myself, right? Like mm-hmm. in, in Ojai. And what did I do when I came back? Immediately, mm-hmm. I went to a social event where it was surrounded by a bunch of strangers, a bunch of people I'd never met before. And I, I, in no way, shape, or form, walked away from that feeling like crap or feeling overwhelmed. I felt warm. I felt energized. And then this morning, that's when I felt like shit. See, going to that event would have been... If I knew I was going to do... So, let me back up. When there's going to be some big event where it's going to be a lot of new people, Mm -hmm. it's going to be loud, it's going to be overwhelming for me, I need to have days in which I emotionally, mentally, and energy prepare for that. So when something something changes last minute in a schedule, like someone's like, hey, I know, let's go to a club tonight. Mm-hmm. Or let's go out to bars tonight. Let's drive down to Hollywood and go out to bars. That is so stressful that kind of spontaneity it yeah because it's like well wait i didn't have like i thought we were gonna have like a quiet night in and watch movies together and talk about life and now we want to go out that means i have to get ready and i have to we're gonna go out and drive and find parking and then there's gonna be all these people and it's just gonna it's it's gonna be pointless it's gonna feel empty because we're not having meaningful connections which really isn't true i i could go and meet somebody and have some wonderful back and forth I might, you never know what adventure you'll go on, but that's the kind of general feeling. So that having a big, I'm not going to know anybody thing. I would never go to something like that alone. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what times when I wish I was, I wish I was an extrovert so I could do more networking. Yeah. I mean, that, like that. it's great for networking. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But at the end of it, like that's. I get this this high, this this amazing, like, I'm going to be in my element, I'm going to sit there and just be as charming and outgoing as I could possibly be, or at least attempt to be, but then as soon as I'm done, then it's like, but wait, wait, go, guys, where are you going? Go, don't, don't leave. Don't, don't, please just come back. I, I, I need more. I need I more of this. I have such relief when those things are over. I'm like, I get to go home now. I get to go be in my pajamas and play some video games. I, I am in the meantime freaking out because the alternative is going back to being alone with my thoughts and feelings, which I don't, as I have mentioned before, ever want to be a part of. So I'm sitting there just going, yeah, can I just get a little bit more of that social interaction, please? I just, I just, just a little bit. More. Does it feel yeah. like a drop? As though, so you you know what it feels like when you have a lot of caffeine and suddenly you crash. Mm-hmm. Is that what it feels like? Absolutely. That that's completely what it feels like to me. I I I come home. I got that nice warm buzz. I got that. I met some cool people. I got some great contacts. I got some people I've already made some plans with for another time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to just go to sleep. And then I go to sleep and I wake up the next morning. And I'm just like, oh, I'm alone again. And that's it. That there's no, there's no continuation. There's, there's just, okay, that was great. (laughs) I have to just kind of hope that that will, that wave of good feelings will carry me for the rest of the week. 
I get that high feeling from having a really good conversation with a friend, a close friend, mm -hmm. or um, writing a really great song mm -hmm. and spending hours by myself to do so. <laughs> or, <laughs> um, and, and don't get me wrong, there are times when I love being the center of attention. Sure. Um, I've done a lot of theater, and that, that's a high. I think that's an adrenaline kick. Um, so I think think the idea of like, well, introverts don't like talking to people. That's not necessarily true. It's no. just the group dynamic, I think. I agree. And I honestly, I get the same high from that one-on-one -on -one interaction as well. Mm -hmm. um, just to a different extent. Probably. To a different extent, I would say. It, yeah. it For me, it's such, it's more of a rare occurrence yeah. that I'll get that one-on-one -on -one attention. Yeah. And when I do get it, it's... It's not as big of a wave, yeah. but it's just as strong. It's just satisfying. Like, yeah. So, do you feel that, like, hearing both of these scenarios played out, that one is better than the other? Because, from what I hear, I don't. I think it's the yin and yang effect, where they both have strengths and are good at balancing each other out. Mm -hmm. That's why our society needs both yeah. You know, the I think the introverts are kind of the planners and the discussers and the counselors and the, you know, and then the extroverts are the outgoing, doer, you know, mm -hmm. connections. And so I, I think um, one is not better than the other. It can lead, I think in general, being an introvert can be very difficult in our society. Mm -hmm. um, I think in most societies. It's a good example for me would be, or I guess to give to you, it would be, I have family in Chile mm -hmm. and introversion is not popular there. It's all about being together and these they have big, big parties and big barbecues and everyone's together and talking and drinking and going off to be by yourself is not, it's kind of like, Oh, is she sick? Is there something yeah. wrong? Did somebody upset her? And it's like, no, I literally cannot intake any more information. My brain has gone into pure fuzz mode. And I don't even hear what you're saying anymore. I'm in my head. I'm so deep in my head that I'm on another planet. <laughs> like I need to go into another room, into a quiet, dark room and just not be here with you. Um, and so I think in that way, it can be difficult to be an introvert here too. It's like you're seen as shy or, oh, she doesn't want to go out again. Like we're all going to go out to a party and she doesn't want to. And, mm -hmm. you know... There's wonderful things about introversion, but I think our society kind of puts it down. I would have, I would completely agree with that because I've seen it happen more times than not yeah. where like people are shitting on the introvert, which I sit there and go, you guys do know that extroverts are usually the assholes ruining stuff, right? <laughs> like we're the ones who are out there like trying to be the big fucking showman or whatever and like... Usually we're the ones getting told, dude, fucking take it down a notch or shut the fuck up and just enjoy yourself. Not everything has to be a fucking show. Yeah. So, yeah, it, there's a lot of that kind of, you're never going to hear somebody say really like, ugh, that one chick who's sitting in the corner by herself is being so annoying right now. Well, you might. <laughs> People might get annoyed by the fact that their friend isn't being the life of the party. But that's stupid. It is stupid. It's stupid. Because people are stupid. People are stupid. So. <laughs> Speaking of people being stupid. Yes. What drives you absolutely mad as an introvert? Like, what is the thing that just, like, pushes your button hardest? 
Um, I don't think I have a top one, but I, I've mentioned people changing plans last minute to mm-hmm. doing something more grandiose and more mm-hmm. socially taxing. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be <laughs> when someone wanted me to like, oh, could you just, my mom would want me to, could you just run into the grocery store really fast and go grab me this thing? And I was like, wait, what? I have to go in by myself and, and deal with strangers? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think dating can be difficult when you are in a relationship and your partner is a little bit more extroverted than you and they want to go to a party and it's like, you have to kind of come to this compromise of, well, how, and I'll be like, well, how long do you want to go to this party for? And they're like, I don't know. Like, do we have to put a time limit on it? I was like, well, yeah, I need to know how much energy I'm going to expend <laughs> this evening. Like, oh, <laughs> how many my. dollops of, you know, how and many how many am spoonfuls. I yeah, yeah. Am I going to be exactly how many spoons am I spending? So... Um, that's, you know, that can be annoying. It's just having a partner that has more energy than you. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it, but driving crazy. That's like uh, people expecting me to have more energy and be more outgoing than mm-hmm. I am. And then getting annoyed at me for not having that or like, and, and for whatever reason, I don't know why people do this. They like to, oh, you have a boundary and you're standing up for yourself. Let me put you down for that and make you feel bad for that and um, then kind of bulldoze over your boundary and then make you feel like you should come out with me anyway. That's very funny that you mentioned that. (laughs) Extroverts have that same problem. (laughs) I think it's a people thing. I think it might just be a human thing, but yeah, there... The thing that, like, one of the things that drives me crazy is, like, if I'm being extroverted and I'm being fucking, I'm going out there, I'm getting my my, my buzz on, and then somebody has to come along mm-hmm. and expect me to go even further. Like, if I'm already in full extrovert mode, mm-hmm. but somebody will just be like, no, we're not done yet, let's go, let's fucking party it up, let's go to a bigger party, or let's go to the next thing, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, I just blew my load right here i do not need to keep go yeah i don't need to do this anymore i'm yeah. i'm tapped like you can burn out so quickly yeah. in extrovert mode of just like yeah i had a fun party now i can go and enjoy the warm glow of oh my god somebody's grabbing my arm where are we going oh another mm-hmm. party okay <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean for me that that's kind of nerve-wracking but at the same time I think the biggest, like, drive-me-crazy thing in terms of, like, being an extrovert might just be canceled plans. Aha. Uh-huh. I think that, because, like, you, like, so, a lot of folks are like, what, you're canceling the plans? Oh, no, how terrible. I'm gonna just, uh, yeah, fuck yeah, PJ time. Whereas if I've made plans and I am expecting those plans to come through and I am and I have made my I have made myself like hyped for it, but then it gets canceled at like the last minute, then I have to have a moment of just like Okay, so just me and my thoughts again, huh? Okay. My party tonight is going to be binge watching all of Bojack Horseman again. Now, do you think the same things drive you crazy or push your buttons as an extrovert when you're depressed? 
Is it more so? Are you more sensitive to things? I think, yeah, a little bit. Because when you're going through that depression and you you gain your, your energy from other people, the moment that other people stop giving you that boost or they stop being available to you, then you kind of dig yourself into a trench of well, I must have fucked up somewhere. Oh. Or, or, as is more likely the case, for me at least, uh, either they don't like me anymore, or I don't, or maybe I said something that offended them, or uh, who knows, and I go down that little... Rabbit hole. That rabbit hole of all sorts of potentia. Yeah. That drives me absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so your mode for recharging, do you think, stays the same, whether you're depressed or in happy, okay mode? I mean, I think it can go either way, honestly. Because um, a big part of my recharging is being able to spend time with friends mm-hmm. and doing something that we all enjoy or getting getting a nice meal in together mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Uh, but every once in a while, my recharging is taking a drive by myself. It's doing that binge watch of BoJack Horseman. It's, it's recharging my batteries in a different way, in more of an introverted way. When you're depressed? When I'm depressed, I feel... Because, like, when I'm depressed, yeah, I do want to be out there. I want to make people happy because I'm not. Yeah. But then there are times where I'm like, I'm no good to anybody right now, and I know it. So I'm just going to be by myself, turn off the world, and just live. Do you think that's a mature thing? Because I think when you're younger, you become less aware of what you need and what you're doing to yourself. That's an interesting point, actually. Yeah, I think it could be. It could be the older you get that you stop really... I would say the the availability of, yeah. like, having those people around or having the opportunities to go to, like, a big public event or whatever, they become a little more lacking in one way or another. Either people have lives and they move apart, mm-hmm. or you just don't feel like getting on the freeway for 45 minutes to go to a thing. Yeah. Either way, it's it's definitely your ability as you get older to just look at that and go, well, maybe not. I think I'll be okay if I don't do those things. So, if you could give advice to somebody who is an extrovert, younger, going through depression, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? Don't be afraid to give yourself boundaries. Definitely don't be afraid to give If someone your... didn't know what boundaries were because they'd never done like therapy and stuff, what would be the boundary exactly? Oh, uh, yes. That's a, <laughs> that's a good point. Like, don't be afraid to set up limits for yourself where you just go, this is, this is as far as I need to go. This is as much as I need to do. You do not have to impress people. You definitely don't have to be out there, like, winning hearts and doing whatever it is to make yourself... Overextending. Yeah, definitely. Don't overextend yourself. Don't don't feel that everybody else's opinions of you are more important than your opinions of yourself. If I could have gone back in time and told myself that, my God, I would have decades ago. 
And Lindsay? Yes. <laughs> what advice would I give a young, introvert, depressed person? Yeah. I would say practice being present. Um, don't let yourself go too deep into the imagination world, too deep into the um, I'm not good enough self-talk stuff because it gets louder, I think, when you're alone. And reach out. Force yourself to communicate and reach out to a close friend or somebody you trust who will protect you from yourself. I have had that moment with um, a couple people where they say, what you are telling me is not who I am seeing. This isn't you. And I think having people like that around you is very important. And reaching out to them. If you don't reach out to them, they can't do that for you. <laughs> How can they know? They're not psychic. Exactly. And while we're on that kind of topic, this is something I think is important for... Especially, we have a lot of, like, high school-age listeners. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important that we say specifically to you guys, because you've already got it fucking rough. High school's really tough. High school's tough. Middle school's tough. School in public... Public school in general's tough. You will have fallings out with friends. You will have your friend groups dissolve... You may think that they're going to be there forever. They might not. What does that mean for you, the introvert, the extrovert? It just means that you're going to have to rely on yourself for a little while. And that's okay. You can stand there and take whatever is going on, whatever heartbreak you're facing, whatever hard times you're going through, and just know that it's not always going to be like that. It's not going to be that way forever. You have the ability. Yes, you. You have the ability to make things better for yourself, no matter what is going on in your life. Just give yourself a little faith. And I know that sounds weird. I'd also like to mention that it might not be from the person that you want it from or crave it, but you have support from somebody in your life right now. Yes. Somebody loves you and supports you, and it might not be, again, who you wish it were, but there's always somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do it. You'll get through it. Even if it's just two strangers on the internet talking to you through a podcast. Yes. You've always got somebody who believes in you. Just don't ever let that go. So, wrapping up this episode, because I think that's a pretty nice note to uh, mm -hmm. leave off on, mm -hmm. our feel-good links of the week, uh, we didn't do them, I think, for a couple of weeks there, <laughs> um, I would like to recommend, if you want to enjoy some shitty robots, uh, Simone's Robots. Uh, it is Simone Yertz. I think I'm butchering her name, but she has 1.3 million subscribers, so I don't think she cares. Uh, she is an awesome roboticist out of Sweden. Now she works with, like, Adam Savage and a bunch of other folks in San Francisco just making really cool, entertaining robots. And she's on YouTube. Link's in the description. 
And I have one too. Um, he his name is Brother Nature. I think you can find him on Instagram as Cold Game Kelv. And I follow him, and it just makes my life so much better. It's all about animals. Um, he deals with all kinds, and he just makes little short clips of taking care of them, feeding them, and he's an activist, and he's super silly. So go ahead and check out those if you want something to make you smile. And, um... Yeah. That. That's it. Message us sometime. Throw us a line. Uh, follow us on Instagram, at Podcast. Like the Facebook page, and if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. And as always, don't, don't tell, tell us to just, just get over it. it.